Yay. Oh, check, check. Ah. Damn, I can hear you from way over there. You're like five feet away from your mic. <laughs> Good mic. Yes. So I can hear Arable. I can hear Arable too. So, Ariana, it's going to be me and you. How do you feel so far? I'm tired. Oh, I'm so sorry. Should I just make it a two-minute podcast? Yes. Oh, that's a little mean there, don't you think? I'm joking. <laughs> All right, we're going to be talking about astral projecting, projection. Do you know what that is? Yes. What is it? It is whenever... Isn't it like you go into someone else's dream or something? Astral projecting? Well, you're out of your body. Yeah, it's an out-of-body experience. Yeah. I, I don't know. Can it be where you go into someone I else's dream? I did do dream? that. Well, I'm just thinking of that one SpongeBob episode where he went into all of their dreams. Patrick was writing that pony thing in his dream. In a oh, yeah, because uh, Gary can talk. That's yeah. the only piece I remember. The library. Yeah. And Gary is, like, highly intellectual. I love that episode. <laughs> it's a really good episode. So here we go. Uh, so according to surveys, about 8 to 20% of people claim to have had something like an out-of-body experience at some point in their lives. Have you felt that? Mm-hmm. What? When? I don't even remember the dream, but it was a couple of weeks ago. Did you see yourself floating? I mean, did you see yourself laying there as you were floating? No, but I didn't feel like I was in my body. Like, I knew I was out of my body. What were you doing? If you don't mind me asking. I don't know. I was just doing. You just felt out of body. Yeah, but I knew I wasn't in my body. Mm. I haven't felt that before. It feels wacky. That's, that's I liked it. <laughs> so it's a good wacky. Yeah, so I'm ready for death. What the hell? <laughs> that went dark. Because you're outside of your body when you die. Well, you can go back. Mm. Are you going to be a ghost? Ew, no. I do not want to roam the earth for I kind of want to roam the earth. But then again, I'm scared because once humans go extinct, which... <laughs> it is inevitable. It will. Will my, like, essence still be here? That's why I don't want to be a ghost. Mm -mm. Also, why is it only ghosts that are from the 1800s? I want to see a ghost from the 90s. <laughs> do you think it's true that if you... Die in the clothes you're in. Those are the clothes that you're going to have as a ghostie. If so, that sucks. I don't get to pick my wardrobe. Uh-uh. I would assume, yeah, you'd be able to bring it out to fruition. And then why is it those clothes that you get stuck with? <laughs> I'm going to be stuck in all my dirty night shirts. It's a good question, right? Like, why is it your soul decided, you know what? These, these threads that I had on last, they'll do. Or what if you're, like, in a malicious car accident and then they cut them all off? So you're kind of naked, and you die. So are you just kind of naked floating around? I feel like if you die, you're not going to have a body. Like, if you were a ghost, I feel like you'll, you'll just be a ghost, a presence. So more like a, like a, like a smudge? That. Oh, okay, okay. I could see. That's how I see it. I don't like, because the thought of having to always be glam just in case you die, that's kind of annoying. I did it all last week, and it was not fun. <laughs> like, you know how much time I spent just in case if I die? Mm-mm, honey boo-boo, it ain't it. That I ain't did mine. the shortest 
to do my makeup is like 25 minutes. That's the shortest. Yeah, no, makeup is like pure butt crack. I just don't understand why taking so much time out of your day only to wipe it off at the end of the day, if you even wipe it off at the end of the day. I like doing, oh, I do wipe it off at the end of the day. I One time I didn't, it got all over my pillow and I was so mad. Ooh. You had an imprint of your face on the pillow. <laughs> well, I don't put on foundation. It was just like eye makeup. Oh, yeah, I don't put on foundation. That's too much work. I thought I was so smart and I was like, I'll just leave the eyeliner on so I don't have to do it in the morning. And I was all smudged and I was like, ugh, might as well just take it off. Looking like a raccoon, looking like Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get back. So, while most experiences occur during sleep or under hypnosis, some people claim to do it while merely relaxing. Since scientists can't scientifically measure when the spirit leaves or enters the body, it is rejected by them. Oh, my God. Wait, I remember when I attempted it, like, uh-huh. being awake. Oh, yeah? So, just, like, relaxing? Yeah. Mm. It was like a video on YouTube or something. Because oh. I, I was like, ooh, this person will... Because there's this video. It supposedly helps you like see into your past life. I couldn't I couldn't open it. I couldn't crack it. I got too distracted. I don't know what it was. I think... So the video that, you're trying to crack open or actual projecting into the last life you lived? That. I was oh. just like... I don't know if it was my imagination, but I was in a field and I was a redhead. So that doesn't seem right, but you know, <laughs> I was just in a field like you're the cheeky from Brave. <laughs> I was pale, so I think it was just my imagination going whack. You sure? Yeah. Did you see yourself in first person? No. How did you see yourself as? Or you were looking at yourself? Like I just saw the back of a woman with red hair and like paleness. Mm. So you didn't? You never saw her face? No. Mm. She was naked, though. So I was like, what the butt? In the middle of a field? Yeah, just standing there. And I was like, okay. She's probably taking her morning walk, yo. Well, I don't know. Why would you be butt naked? As God intended, that's why. (laughs) There's nothing really wrong with the body, so long as you don't mind what the body looks like. Well. Facts. (laughs) I was going to say something, and I forgot. Oh, well, we'll move on. (laughs) So, what out-of-body experience feels like? My tootsies. Let me me just get them real quick, because otherwise they're going to burn. Pause it. I don't know how to pause it. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Go on, Meredith. Keep talking about your past life. You know, I think I was a dude in the past life. I wish I was a dude in the past life. That seems fun. Being a woman in the past seems so suck butt. It's still suck butt now. Well, yeah. Suck butt, suck, suck. You know what I mean. Look, there's a moth for baby Z. Is that the same one from yesterday? Yeah, because it's moved. Oh, he's asleep. Yeah, better not wake him because I'll have to deal with that in the middle of the night and I don't want to. All right, so the feeling of floating outside of your body, which is what you stated. Um, an altered perception of the world, such as looking down from a height, that feeling that you're looking down at yourself from above, and also a sense that what's happening is very real. I've never had any of those. So many psychiatric disorders, brain dysfunctions, pharmacological agents, I don't know if I said that right, and altered psychological states 
are reportedly associated with this phenomenon, such as epilepsy and those who survived a cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest, that's, a, that's just a heart attack, huh? Yeah, fancy oh. word of saying it. Oh, okay, cool. A study in 2014 was done where they tried to look at 101 people who had survived the cardiac arrest. In this study, 13% of the participants felt separation from their body during resuscitation. This Ew, that's like that thing where, like, what? your brain thinks you're dying and you, like, feel that fall. You know when you feel like you're falling in your sleep? Oh. You go, like, your yeah, brain and, and thinks your... you're dying, and that's, like, so creepy. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, and it, like, tries to jolt your muscles up because you're falling asleep too fast. <laughs> Stupid Ooh. brain. I hate it because, like, for some, like, right before it happens, I imagine myself on a building, and then it just happens. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Oh, I am. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't remember. I think I've had those. I just don't rec recall them very well. I do jolt out of sleep. I could be in a deep sleep and then something just jolts me out like, like a weird dream. Feels so real or physically hits me in the face. Oh, my God. I had a weird dream the other night. What's that? It was like, I don't know. It, it had a game X-esque, like a video game-esque. <laughs> but I knew... Uh. Whenever things get too wacky, yeah, I know that I'm dreaming. But at the same time, I don't know that I'm dreaming. Like I'm like, okay, get me out. You're aware, I, but not fully aware. Yeah. Mm. So then I'm trying to think of other things, like to try to get me out of that scary situation, whatever I'm in. Mm -hmm. And then I, oh, like, I was under this blanket and I flipped it, and like the scenery was different. And I was oh. like, whoa! It was kind of like a playroom. Then I woke up. <laughs> that reminds me of that one dream I had, remember? Why would I remember? All right, maybe if I explain a little more. Apologies. But what had happened was I was in a room full of boxes. And they were all on metal shelvings. And then the boxes started kind of falling. So I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I think I had my, my whole body covered all the way with the with the quilt. <laughs> I was fighting the quilt. It just like, it it went from, it transferred from my dream into my physical body moving because it just felt like everything was tumbling. And it was the fucking cat dropping stuff. <laughs> so the boxes, I, I don't know why I dreamt of boxes, but I did. And when all that shit was falling because of fucking Zenitsu, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was just physically fighting my blanket thinking there were boxes falling on me. Zen probably thought you were crazy. <laughs> Shit, if he was in there, he wasn't even in there. Wow. That's crazy. That's like someone coming from your dream into, I mean, from life into your dream. <gasps> it's Freddy Krueger, but box form. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the opposite? That's your dream coming into real life? I guess so. I, I guess, yeah, because if, have you ever fallen asleep with the TV on? Yeah. And the whatever's on the TV show, movie, or whatever kind of creeps into your your dreams, and it's not exactly the way it's being portrayed on the TV. I don't like that because whenever that happens, it's always something distorted. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not ugly distorted for me, but it's the same characters from whatever TV show or movie that I fell asleep watching, or and I'm just listening to it, and it's feeding me the story, and my mind is coming up with whatever. So the characters are there, but it's in a whole different platform. It's in a whole different uh, way of going. And there's pieces of the story from the original movie that's going in. They're not actually saying the dialogue per se. 
It's kind of like my mind is getting the information, but it's then morphing it into whatever it wants. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, because that's why a lot of the times I don't have the TV on when I'm really sleepy. I turn it off. YouTube doesn't seem to have that effect on me, which is why I fall asleep with YouTube. But for some reason, movies and TV shows, they have that really bad effect on me in which it, it doesn't get ugly, but it's weird. I don't like the feeling of it. Does that... Ew, I don't like dreams where they feel weird. Like, there's nothing scary about it, but they're just, just weird. It's so too bizarre. when you wake up, it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. It just creeps you out. Exactly. One time I dreamt about the Holocaust. Damn, girl. Who are you watching? <laughs> Were you on the Discovery Channel or what? No, 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 no. Just in general. But oh. it wasn't the Holocaust. It was like my brain's own version of it. Ew. That was like so weird. That is kind of weird. And I survived from it. And like this girl's face was all morphed because she was dying right in front of me. It oh. was wacky. I didn't want to go back to sleep. It was like three in the morning. So Why is your dream up. so dark? I don't know. It just is. Yeah. It gives a good story to tell, but I hate, I don't like having dreams. I heard when you wake up, it, why does why do people wake up at three in the morning? I don't know. There's like this. Well, people just say to creep other people out, but it's like if you wake up at three through like four in the morning, somebody's watching you, whether it's a spirit or a person. And I, I don't like thinking about that because my brain's like, hmm, what if someone's actually looking at me? Even though you can not see anything from my window. Oh, I've also heard that if you can't sleep, it's because you're in someone else's dream. I like I like to think about that. <laughs> That's nice. It, it, it's it's cute. Yeah, completely. No, the only thing I bring up the three in the morning, I don't know why. It's when I have a stronghold of my, I don't know, deeper self, I wake up more at three. Like, I'm more susceptible to it. Yeah. One time, I would I just woke, fucking woke up because of this Batman. Little slanky old man. He's on my windowsill at night. Well, 24-7 now. Especially at night. That's where he sleeps now. He doesn't sleep on the bed for some reason. He likes to sleep on the windowsill. That's fine. This motherfucker is just like that at three forty-seven, and he's scratching his damn neck. That would terrify me. It scared the shit out of me. But instead of thinking, "Who the fuck is that?" I was like, "Oh my god, Dominic must have lost his key." I get up, I open the front door, ain't nobody there, and then I got freaked out because I was like, "Who the fuck is knocking on my window?" Okay, but I'm at. I thought the phone was ringing. That was wacky. (laughs) I just heard like a blast of like. A phone ringing. I was like, anyway. But imagine <laughs> if that was an actual person. You just go open the door. I just go open the door, yeah. Oh, and then get this. No one even locked the damn door. That's Dominic. He doesn't lock mm-hmm. the door. I looked at the door. I was like, it's not even locked. But I'm not fathoming this because I'm still like in a sleep-like state. I'm just trying to get up and hurry to get Dominic <clears throat> inside. And then I opened it's nobody. And I freaking myself out. I closed the door. I was like, let me just give the, the animal <clears throat> some water since I'm already up. And then I just kept hearing stuff. My mind, I think, was already over-exasperating the situation, so I just kept hearing more stuff that probably wasn't even there. Oh, I heard a notification go off. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that was. You're over here freaking yourself out like I did at 3 in the morning. So I go back to, to my room, and I can't sleep. I'm just freaking the fuck out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. What is at my window? I don't even want to open my window. I never. I didn't even open the. What is it? The curtains at this. I didn't. I haven't done it. I hadn't done it. I just went ahead and I went straight to the door, and so I just lay there with my heart palpitating like something's about to stab me. So don't close your eyes. And then I hear it again, and I'm like, wait a minute. 
that's fucking Batman scratching because I was like, I remember the pattern of it. It's like, that's not really a knock. That's more like a, ah, fleece, fleece. I was like, you son of a bitch. And I pulled out back the curtain. He's like, <clears throat> his little wannabe <laughs> meow that doesn't even come out anymore. That cat's like 80 years old already. He did that to me when we were at Peggy. And it was when the cat food was still in my Airbus room. We had the bunk beds. Mm-hmm. And they were eating, but it's not, for some reason my brain was like, the window is like down here and the ground's right here. Mm-hmm. Like, they're very mm-hmm. close together. That's where my brain was. But I hear them eating food, and my brain's like, oh, my God, that's gravel. Someone's walking outside. <laughs> so I, I just lay still because I don't want to move because I don't want them to know that I know that they're there. Right? Like, it's going to help the situation to do the same yeah, like, thing. Yeah, like, they're going to stop. They're going to be like, well, I, I'm well, done being creepy now. they didn't notice I was here, so maybe I'll try tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm, like, laying there for a solid two hours. Damn <laughs> Like, I didn't sleep, no nothing. And then I finally passed out because I was like... You yeah, know, no, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> the sleepies and, what is it, inevitably gets you. Yeah. And then you just got to drift off. Well, I don't know if it was them eating. I'm just, like, theorizing. Oh, that's Because it was coming from the window. Ah. Uh. And it sounded like that, but I don't know. <laughs> that sucks. So, um, all right, so in the study of the 13... Percent of the participants had felt the separation from their body during the resuscitation. This ended up being inconclusive. So the medical conditions that for people to astral project, or at least that's what they've seen, is uh, people who have epilepsy, people who have migraines, cardiac arrest, brain injuries, depression, anxiety, Guillain-Barre syndrome. I should have looked that one up. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to look it up. Never did. I forgot. <laughs> so dissociative disorders, particularly the de- depersonalization or derealization. Derealization. Yeah, disorder. I, I do that stuff a lot, like at school. Why? Because if you I, can't help it. I can't help it most of the time. I just do. And, like, my friends catch me and they're like, are you okay? Because I look, like, sad. And, and I don't want to say that. I'm just, like, kind of ignoring all of them in my oh. own world. So I'm just like... I'm just like, I either say I'm zoning out, because that's usually what it is, or I'm just tired. That's usually what I say. I used to do that a lot when I was a child, but I, I called it daydream. Oh. And basically what it is, I would just kind of go into um, almost like a hypnotic state where I can't, I can't really move. I can't do anything. I can just really blink and I'm out. I hadn't done that in a long time, and I did that recently this past week, as a matter of fact. I couldn't get myself out of it. I was just kind of, uh, I was, it, it was dead at, it was at work and, um, my coworkers were counting and balancing out their tills and stuff in the middle of the day. And my mind just went, it just went out and I was like, whoa. And I stayed there. I, I remember not even really blinking, not really moving. It's just stillness, but I can hear them talking. I didn't understand what they were saying, but when they talked towards me, I was like, mm-hmm. You're, like, in a trance. Yeah, in a really deep trance, and I couldn't really crawl myself out of it. And Amanda had noticed, and she was like, I'm just going to leave you alone because you seem, like, really deep in thought. I was like, okay, thank you. (laughs) And I just kept going. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful, but at the same time, I couldn't fucking get out of it. I don't know. And I hadn't done that in such a long time. As a child, when I was younger, I was able to put myself in autopilot, 
So when I was, <laughs> this sounds really fucked up, but when I was 16 and I was able to drive and stuff, I put myself on autopilot and let my mind just wander wherever the fuck it wanted to go. So a lot of the times I don't even remember getting from A to B. I just get there. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I did that a lot when I would play GTA. <laughs> but I do that if I'm like in one of my bad moods for like no reason. I was being bad mood. And then I do that and it's like, I can't control it. It just happens. No, it just happens, and you can't really crawl out of it. I guess it's in a deep hypnosis state you put yourself in. I don't know how. It. it I don't know. It's just. It was weird. I haven't done it in a while, and I was. I was in that trance for a good. I want to say like ten, <clears throat> fifteen minutes. Really, mine yes. lasts for like. Like if I'm at home, like forty minutes at school. Like, well, like 20. Well, because I'm trying to crawl out of it. And in order to crawl from what I did recently, I don't remember what I used to do back in the day. But from what I did recently, what I did was I started racing my mind into different aspects until I can find questions. And then once I found questions, it would irk me enough to where I would just kind of jump out of that trance and start Googling stuff. Does that? (laughs) It sounds weird. But it would help me get out of it. To distract yourself? Yes. Kind of like a panic attack. I guess in a way, because if I wasn't able to get out of it, I would have been in trouble just sitting there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was in the middle. It was in the middle of the day. It was at work. But I couldn't figure out. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like prison. It was just so bizarre. It, I couldn't help to get myself out of it. The only way I could get myself out of it was just to keep constantly having my mind racing Finding stuff that I either didn't know or was not knowledgeable of. So that way I can snap out of it and figure out what those uh, jarring questions are that I needed the answers to. I hate when my mind races. I could never do that. It was the only way to pop myself out. I didn't know what else to do. And I was giving myself this, how do you say, it was adult anxiety. That's the only way I can explain it. Because I knew I wasn't supposed to be in that state like trance but i didn't know how to get out of it so that's that's the only thing that i was able to do in order to keep from staying in that way in that hole i guess oh yeah usually well for me like when i was younger if my mind would race i would get into like kind of a panic attack no reason i just would like if i woke up and if i couldn't tie my shoes right my mind would start racing, Eesh. and then, like, I just get these, like, flashes of, like, memories. Like, for some reason, one of the memories, I remember me, like, in a crib in the kitchen, and Desi was above me, but she, it was Desi and Grandpa, and they were talking. Which Grandpa? Um, your Grandpa. Oh, okay. And they were talking, and, like, you were in the room, and y'all were talking about me. I was a little infant, I think. It might have been a dream, but it's, like in like a memory somewhere and i would think about that and i'd go to school in this like trance i guess mm-hmm. and like my anxiety would be up like i was terrified of like anything and everything and then i just stop out of nowhere i don't have these anymore but they started when i was like little yeah like second third grade i never knew how to explain it because i put it in like google and then they were like uh-huh. i don't know <laughs> you're weird <laughs> So the closest thing that it says is, like, a panic attack. Oh. Because, like, it would make sense because usually I could not breathe and, like, I'd be, like, 
Yeah, that sounds like a panic attack. It's supposed to be... It, I've heard that a panic attack resembles kind of like a stroke. It doesn't feel like a stroke, but that's what it looks like. No, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Uh, medication and drugs. Some people report having an OBE while under an influence of anesthesia. Other stuff, other substances like marijuana, ketamine, ketamine, or hallucinogenic drugs such as LSD can be a great factor. Other experience intentionally or accidentally. So hypnosis or meditative trance, brain simulation, dehydration or f extreme physical activity, electric shock or sensory deprivation. Now, so the mind has to be, it sounds like in a <coughs> loose, in a, no, in a state of disarray in order for you to astral project. Yes, kind of yeah well like how you had said earlier like <clears throat> your body or you're dreaming and your mind fell asleep too fast where your body jolts it back to life that's so creepy because I it don't like believes that. that it's dying so it sounds like the brain has to be in some sort of scary state <laughs> days in order for you to actually leave. And that's another thing too that I question about. So with the spirit, <clears throat> it's not really connected to the mind or is that the mind? It is the spirit. They can't be entwined, right? I feel like the spirit and brain are different things. When you think, yeah, because when you think- Because if you just have a brain, I feel like where does like the jazz come from? <laughs> I don't know how to, you know what I mean? The soul. Yes. I would I would believe that it because consciousness and the soul have to be separate. Otherwise, you will mix and muddle up memories from your past yes. if they were to be connected. Your consciousness is separated <clears throat> and separated for good measure. When you think about it, if your past life was traumatizing or you died violently or in any of the negative connotations. You don't want to remember those pieces of your life. Perhaps you do. Maybe you don't. But either way, a clean slate is best for you when you start all over again. So that way you don't bring trauma or a sort of PTSD into the new life that you've been given. That's wacky. Because then again, scientists say that phobias are... Actually, no, they say it's genetic. Never mm. mind. Phobias are genetic? Yeah, like your ancestors, like if they were like afraid, oh, of afraid like, of heights. It's like, oh, that's warning, don't I, go to heights. Yeah, that's why I'm afraid of heights because somewhere along the line, some bastard was afraid of heights. Yeah, I don't like spiders. Like just looking up a, like if I Google it and I just see like a drawn image, I still get an extreme ick. I think it's just along the lines of survival. Yeah, we have fear instilled in us only because we need to survive throughout the life. So say for example, height for me, the reason I'm afraid of it is I have no control over being so high up. If I fall, I don't have control of how I'm gonna fall, how I'll land, I just go ka-splat. Same thing with being on an airplane, there's no control in it. It gives me high anxiety because of it. You with spiders, say for example, you get bit. What if you're allergic to spiders? It was that a thing? Yeah, that's a possibility. There's so many things you could be allergic to. Even if not, 
Uh, there's spiders that can kill you. There's spiders that can leave lesions on you. I remember Amanda telling me that she actually bought, she bought, she bought a spider. <laughs> she got bit by a brown lacruse, 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 recluse, lacoste. <laughs> yes, a couple of times, and she didn't want to tell anybody and freak anybody out. But at the same time, it was just eroding under her. Yeah, it's it. She said that it it, uh, it scarred her. But yes, maybe along the lines, something like that could have happened to you when you were little. Or you've seen things where spiders can do some nasty business. Well, I literally have this memory. Um, I don't know what this was, but I remember getting tortilla chips and you were in the living room. And I think I was making stuff up in my mind or something because I remember seeing like a tortilla spider on my shoulder. And I freaked out and I threw the tortilla chips, obviously, because I see this huge, humongous spider on my arm. And you're like, what are you doing? Sorry, what are you doing? And I'm like, I saw a spider. And, and then you looked around and you're like, there is no spider. What are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, bro. I thought I saw a spider. <laughs> All right, Pete, those tortilla chips. I don't know if I clean. I think I cleaned them up. I doubt it. You never really cleaned up anything. Yeah, I probably just left them. More likely, I ended up cleaning them up. <laughs> do you have anything else to add no no well same here i guess we can go ahead and end the topic then yeah yeah oh well thank you so much for being on my podcast queen elizabeth is gonna be reincarnated as trisha paytas i oh, mean did you see trisha paytas is baby yes and that she was gonna name her elizabeth yeah that was just a rumor Very someone made one. up yeah that's too soon for a soul to come back well, yeah, reincarnation takes like 49 days. 49? Where did that number come from? I don't know. I, like, you Google it, it just says it. Oh, so somebody knows that it's exactly 49 days. But, like, how, though? That's my question. I don't know. Like, they just, they have someone die, and then they're like, okay, let's go on a they hunt go to see where this soul. soul is. They gotta go cleanse it. And they found out 49 days later that it became somebody else. I guess they probably just take, like, well, how did they know that, that God, it took God? The balls out of me. What was that thumping outside the door? Was that Gunner? It's Gunner knocking. That's loud as balls. Yeah, that's Gunner knocking. No, but him walking up sounded like a human. I was like, <laughs> uh-uh, what? let him in. Well, I, hold on, we're almost, what okay. was I saying? I already forgot what I was saying. Let's end it. But I was saying something. Trish Paytas? Babies, 49 days. Oh. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Eh, maybe it wasn't important. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us today. If you like, go ahead, share, subscribe, rate it if there's anywhere to rate it. And I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye. I can't reach it. Oh, my God.